If you've been watching the videos on my channel for a while, you've probably heard me say uh, at least once, probably several times, stop talking to your partner about their past if you're struggling with irrational retroactive jealousy. Because asking your partner 8,000 questions about their past is not going to solve your problem and it's not going to accomplish anything really other than prolong your suffering and frustrate and probably confuse your partner. But I received a comment recently from a viewer of videos in this channel saying basically, okay, Zach, I get that. But how do I get to know my partner if I'm not having conversations with my partner about their past? How can I discover their values and even their past values if I can't ask them questions? So in today's video, I'd like to kind of clarify my views on this topic a little bit and hopefully give you some insight if you're seeking to understand your partner better and learn about their values. My name is Zachary Stockhill, and since 2013, I've been helping men and women from all over the world overcome retroactive jealousy, overcome obsessive jealousy, and save their relationships. If you'd like to work with me one-on-one, -on -one, please visit my website at retroactivejealousy.com. So first off, just in case you haven't heard me say it before, my sort of general perspective uh, on vetting the whole process of dating and you know finding out if we're a good match and choosing a girlfriend, certainly choosing a wife and all the rest, my basic perspective that I think is the, should be the starting point is I'm not trying to determine whether or not this person who I'm dating is a good person. I'm not trying to determine their personal value or their worth as a human being. I'm trying to determine fit. And I think if you bring that energy into any conversation with your partner about their past, listen, I'm not trying to accuse you of anything. I'm not trying to imply that you're a bad person. I'm not trying to like sneak around and get to the bottom of who you are as a person. I'm trying to determine fit. I'm trying to see if we'd be a good match for each other. And if we're not, goodbye and God bless, no worries. I think if you bring that kind of spirit, that kind of energy into your conversations with your partner about their past, that's going to really increase your chances, first of all, that they'll be honest with you because they'll feel less judged. Hopefully it's kind of more chilled out conversation rather than this really emotionally charged trial, <laughs> which these conversations can sometimes feel like. And it's just better for everyone involved if you know th these conversations kind of start from that place. We're not trying to see if I'm a good person or you're a good person, or I'm not trying to say that I'm better than you. We're trying to determine fit. And it's really as simple as that. I would also add, make sure you figure out what are your deal breaker questions. Now these kind of deal breaker questions, or shall we say these deal breaker issues, are the issues or the patterns perhaps in your partner's past that for you, if you received a certain answer to a question you might wanna ask, it's simply, you know, goodbye and that's it. Again, you're not a terrible person. I'm not trying to judge you and say you're this and you're saying you're that. Just, you know, who you are is simply incompatible with me and my values and what I want. And it's not like I'm better than you. It's not like anyone's better than anyone else. We're probably just not a good fit. So examples of this might be something like, you know, you don't wanna go out with someone who maybe did pornography. Not judging porn stars, but not everyone wants to date someone who had a career in porn. That's an extreme example, but in this example, you can see it's very cut and dry. It's pretty clear, you know? They either acted in pornography or they didn't. You know, or maybe you don't wanna get involved with someone who has children from a previous relationship. Or maybe you don't wanna be involved with someone who's been married before. These are just examples, but some people have these, you know, standards or these values or whatever. There's nothing wrong with that. The point is simply to be honest with yourself about what are your fundamental deal breaker issues. And again, I think you only really know if it's a true deal breaker, if you know for a fact that if you received a certain answer, you'd break up with them without even a second thought. 
if you got a certain answer and you'd be kind of on the fence and oh, I'm not sure and that makes me really angry, but I'm just gonna punish you for your past for all eternity, but I'm too scared to break up with you. That's not a deal breaker issue. Another important point, actions speak so much louder than words. And this is why I'm skeptical of this idea that endless conversations about a partner's past and endless conversations about who they are and what they want and all these things, you know, I'm skeptical that these conversations are often valuable. In my own personal experience, they're often not as valuable as you may imagine uh, them to be. Because what a person does says so much more about who they are than what they tell you they've done, right? If you want to know who someone is, watch their actions over long periods of time. Don't pay a lot of attention to what they say. A person's actions will nine times out of 10, maybe 99 times out of 100, tell you more about who they are than anything they might tell you about who they are. So bear that in mind when you're having these kind of conversations with your partner about their past. Remember that, you know, we all, well, I don't know about we all, many people like to kind of clean up their past a little bit in conversations. And this isn't to make you paranoid and skeptical and think that everyone's a liar and that's not what I'm trying to say. But again, if you're genuinely interested in discovering their values, their choices, decisions, actions in the present over long periods of time, you know, that will tell you a lot more, I think, and give you a lot more valuable information than any conversation you could have had with them about their past. Now, all of that throat clearing out of the way, all of that preamble done. If you do wanna ask your partner questions about their past, I think it's much more effective for your purposes in getting to know them and discovering their values to try to ask them relatively open-ended questions. You know, it, it's much easier to get honest answers and to, again, discover how a person truly feels if you create an environment where they don't feel judged for who they are, and if you ask them to kind of share things extemporaneously, you know, off the top of their head and just kind of get them to speak freely about these issues rather than giving you like black and white answers. For example, if you ask someone, how many people have you slept with? That's a very direct, very specific question. And you know, a lot of people like to kind of clean up their number, shall we say. Uh, a lot of people don't like to be entirely honest about all that stuff. However, if you're cool and if you're chilled out and if you're creating an environment where no one's feeling judged and you're just kind of having an honest conversation with each other in an attempt to get to know who each other is, I think a much better question to ask is, so how do you feel about casual sex? What do you think about that? What do you think about hookups? What do you think about Tinder? You get my point. Just kind of get them to speak openly and just speak you know, more generally about these topics because that'll often give you a lot of information right there. Continuing with this example, if this person says, oh, I think, uh, you know, relationships are too hard and I've never enjoyed relationships and hookups can be amazing and I've had incredible sex and hookups and yada, yada, yada. If they go on like that, that's a pretty good indication that they've had a lot of casual experiences. Nothing wrong with that necessarily, but the way they frame their casual experiences and the way they talk about it might tell you everything you need to know about that particular area of their sexual history, about their past. But again, I just, I wanna stress this point because I think a lot of guys in particular get this very, very, very wrong where they wanna communicate very overtly, very directly. They wanna be almost very judgmental and they wanna be, you know, have this energy of it's almost like a judge and pestering them with questions and all this stuff. And it doesn't work for anyone because you're dramatically increasing the odds that the person you're talking to 
He's going to clean up certain details. It's not going to be really honest about who they are. If you're making them feel on any level judged and like this isn't safe and you're kind of looking down on them and maybe calling them names behind your, you know, under your breath and this kind of thing. If you want to have these conversations, ask general questions, open-ended questions, just ask for their feelings about certain issues that are important to you and don't make them feel judged for telling you and showing you who they are. Because if you think about it, we all take that risk when we talk about our past, when we talk about our feelings, when we share with people who we are. Hopefully when we all do this, we want to be doing that in an environment where it feels safe, where it feels like I'm not going to be called a terrible person and I'm not going to be socially ostracized by sharing this information. And that's another very important point to keep in mind. You know, human beings, we are social to the core. We are social beings to the core. And deep in our hindbrain, there's always that lingering fear of social ostracization, you know, being cast out from the tribe, being left to fend for ourselves. So in order to get people to really feel comfortable sharing who they really are, try to make them feel comfortable, try to make them feel not judged for who they are. But just one more time, actions in the present over long periods of time will tell you so much more about who they really are and what they really want and what they're actually capable of in a relationship than any conversation about their past. Thanks for listening to the Zachary Stockhill podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please be sure to subscribe and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or your podcast app of choice. To learn more about my work on jealousy, relationships, and more, please check out my YouTube channel at Zachary Stockhill. For information about my online courses, books, and coaching service, please visit my website at retroactivejealousy.com.